This is Statehouse News. This podcast is a production of the Center for Community Solutions and features content from the Hannah News Capital Monitor. For a complete version of Statehouse News, as well as other programs and publications, please visit communitysolutions.com. Thank you for joining us. Today is Thursday, April 9th, 2015. This is Episode 13 of Statehouse News. The Ohio Department of Developmental Disabilities, DODD, could soon delay the timeline for changing its policies on how Ohioans with disabilities select providers to give in-home care. Dozens upon dozens of advocates and people with disabilities have testified in budget hearings to voice concerns about losing control of who cares for them, but DODD says it's just formalizing those provider relationships and will still allow people to choose their caregivers. We are strongly considering moving out the timeline, said department spokeswoman Carrie Francis. If DODD makes that choice, it will likely happen fairly soon, Francis said, adding that specifics are yet to be determined. As proposed in the budget, House Bill 64, the state would stop certifying new providers as independent contractors in July 2016. As existing certifications expired and were not renewed, the use of independent contractors would end in 2019. Ohio now has about 13,000 certified independent providers, though that figure includes providers working under other state agencies like the Department of Aging. But Francis said that proposal doesn't mean an end to people's ability to hire providers of their choice instead of receiving services from an agency. Instead, DODD is looking to add a formal self-direction option to two of its waiver programs, as already exists in the one waiver, the Self-Empowered Life Funding Waiver. Either way, the individual would make hiring, firing, scheduling, and similar decisions, while the FMS would handle payroll, withholding, and similar functions, and then bill Medicaid for the paychecks they issue to providers. Francis said the term of an FMS brings additional benefits, such as guidance and resources they offer to individuals to help employment decisions, as well as the availability of workers' compensation coverage for the providers. Basically, the supervisory model is changing, Francis said. When individuals are listed as the employer of record, they are definitely not on their own. The FMS is there to help them through the whole process. She said most other states use such a model. A federal judge has blocked Ohio Medicaid from terminating benefits for a small group under its eligibility redetermination process, but he declined to extend his order to a much larger group of beneficiaries affected by the agency's effort to verify recipients' income levels. Judge Algernon Marbley of the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of Ohio ordered restoration of benefits for three individual plaintiffs, as well as beneficiaries served by two Central Ohio organizations, Community Refugee and Immigration Services, and Community Development for All People. Marbley declined to grant a blanket order for all similarly situated Medicaid beneficiaries. 
Thousands face being booted off of the program for a failure to verify that their income allows them to remain eligible. A larger than usual number of people are getting redetermination notices. Because the redetermination process was suspended in 2014, because of all the changes Ohio has implemented in its program, Medicaid officials have said. The plaintiffs who sought Marbley's order argued that Ohio Medicaid wasn't following federal laws and rules calling for a passive redetermination process and for pre-termination reviews, and was violating their due process rights. Marbley found that CRIS and Community Development for All People has standing to seek relief for the people they represent, given how many of them are Medicaid recipients, but not all similarly situated Medicaid recipients as well. Marbley ordered Medicaid to reinstate benefits for the three individuals in the suit and cease further terminations for the organization's members until it corrects due process deficiencies in its redetermination notices and institutes a passive redetermination process and pre-termination review procedures. Marbley set a hearing for a preliminary injunction in the case for 10 a.m. Wednesday, April 15th at the Federal Courthouse in Columbus. Through three quarters of fiscal year 2015, tax revenues continue to run slightly ahead of estimates, according to preliminary figures released Monday, April 6th, by the Office of Budget and Management, OBM. However, as was the case for February, tax revenues for the month of March were below estimates by $25.6 million, or 1.7%, although the year-to-date totals are overestimates by $178 million, or 1.2%. Revenues through March total nearly $15.3 billion for the fiscal year. Compared to fiscal year 14 at this time, the state has brought in $679.6 million more for a total of nearly $15.3 billion so far this fiscal year compared to $14.6 billion through March 2014. March 2015 revenue was up from a year ago, bringing in nearly $128.1 million or 9.2% more than March 2014. March 2015 revenues totaled $1.5 billion. Some happenings from the week of March 30, 2015. Governor John Kasich Wednesday vetoed a controversial provision in Transportation Budget HB 53 that would have required out-of-state Ohio college students registering to vote to obtain a new vehicle license and registration within 30 days. The bill, signed by the governor during a ceremony in Reynoldsburg, still requires new Ohio residents to get an updated license and registration within 30 days, but Kasich removed language linking that provision with voter registration. The national unemployment rate stayed at 5.5% as the nation added 126,000 jobs in March, according to new numbers released by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, BLS, on Friday, the fewest jobs it has added since December 2013. 
BLS said the nation added jobs in the professional and business services, healthcare and retail sectors, while the mining sector lost jobs. The number of unemployed persons was little changed at 8.6 million. The unemployment rate for March 2014 was 6.6 percent. And a report released this week by the American Lung Association said that a majority of state health insurance marketplace plans are not providing the coverage they should for smoking cessation, including Ohio. The report said that although marketplace plans are required by the Affordable Care Act to help smokers quit as a free essential health benefit, the American Lung Association found that less than 20% of plan insurers nationwide are providing the appropriate coverage. And some notable quotes from around Capitol Square. I think I've lost more hair. House Speaker Cliff Rosenberger asked to assess how his leadership tenure is going as he nears the halfway mark of his first budget cycle as Speaker. I largely came just to hold Senator Coley's large wad of cash. Senator Bob Peterson, holding up a stack of bills Coley had used as a prop during a news conference on curtailing casinos' tax deduction for promotional gambling credits. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Statehouse News, presented by the Center for Community Solutions. For a complete version of Statehouse News, as well as other programs and publications, please visit communitysolutions.com.